The subject of bullying frequently dominates the headlines, but coming up on March 19th, the issue will take center stage on Broadway. A nonprofit organization called What's the Benefit has created the fantasy rock musical that explores the effects of bullying. The one-night-only performance will benefit Operation Respect, an anti-bullying group founded by Peter Yarrow of Peter, Paul, and Mary fame. Good morning. I'm George Boraki, and this is Cityscape on 90.7 FM and WFUV.org. Coming up, we'll talk with the creators of that rock musical called Weaker People, A Dangerous Notion. But first this morning, we're joined by internationally acclaimed activist and folk singer Peter Yarrow. He founded the anti-bullying organization Operation Respect in 1999. Peter, thanks so much for joining us. It's great, and thank you for uh, acknowledging me uh, as an activist folk singer, because frankly, in the great tradition of Pete Seeger, who I saw not long ago, uh, the music's meaning for me most profoundly is the way in which it brings people together and opens their hearts and allows them to uh, feel close to each other rather than alienated from each other. That's really fundamental to what folk music is all about. Well, your music throughout the years has dealt with civil rights, workers' rights, humanitarian issues. But more recently, Peter, you've been focusing your attention on combating bullying, right? Well, Operation Respect, which is my educational initiative that, uh, and a nonprofit that over the past 13 years has been addressing um, the education of kids with the idea that they need to live in a safe, caring, non-bullying environment. But you can't really address bullying or ridicule or mean-spiritedness by punitive actions, that is, by just putting up metal detectors or kicking kids out of schools and having zero-tolerance policies that are enacted in that way. What you have to do is the same way that you address bullying itself directly, which is to deal with the community surrounding, in other words, with the bystanders. If the bystanders, if the community says, we don't want this, if in their hearts they, ha- they look down upon somebody that does this, then the bully will not be rewarded for doing so. And if people do nothing, which is, of course, the great tragedy, is people who know better standing there and doing nothing, whether it's in Nazi Germany, whether it's in a schoolyard, and somebody's being abused that it continues. So the work of Operation Respect creates an environment that's loving in which bullying is far less likely to occur. And we're in 22,000 schools now across the nation. We're in Ukraine working with the Peace Corps uh, there and the U.S. Embassy as well as Israel now going into Palestine. Is there a specific curriculum associated oh, with yeah. Operation Respect? It's a... It's a, it's a, a, a a school curriculum created by educators for social responsibility, but it is it is intertwined with music. And the music, when kids hear, they hear this song, they say, Don't laugh at me, don't call me names, don't get your pleasure from my pain. In God's eyes, we're all the same Someday we'll all have perfect wings 
Don't laugh at me, I'm the beggar on the corner. You've passed me on the street. I wouldn't be out here begging if I had enough to eat. And don't think, don't think I don't notice that our eyes never meet. Don't laugh at me. Don't call me names. Don't get your pleasure from my pain. In God's eyes, we're all the same. Someday we'll all have perfect wings. Don't laugh at me. I'm the little boy with glasses, the one they call a geek. A little girl who never smiles, 'cause I got braces on my teeth, and I know how it feels to cry myself to sleep. Yes, I am the kid on every playground. I'm the one that's chosen last. I am the single teenage mother trying to overcome my past. You don't have to be my friend. Is it too much to ask? Don't laugh at me. Don't call me names. Don't get your pleasure from my pain. In God's eyes, we are all the same. Someday we'll all have perfect wings. Don't laugh at me. I'm fat. I'm thin. I'm short. I'm tall. I'm deaf. I'm blind. Hey, aren't we all? I'm black. I'm white, and I am brown. I'm Jewish. I'm Christian. I'm Muslim. I'm Buddhist. I'm Hindu. I'm agnostic. I was born in Sarajevo. I was born in Kosovo. I was born in Northern Ireland, Africa. I'm Hutu. I'm Tutsi. I'm gay. I'm lesbian. I am American Indian. I'm very, very young. I'm quite aged. I was born in Iraq and Afghanistan. I was born in the Sudan. I was born in the United States of America. I'm Israeli. I'm Palestinian. I'm very wealthy, and I am very, very poor. Don't laugh at me. Don't call me names. Don't get your pleasure from my pain. In God's eyes, we're all the same. Someday we'll all have perfect wings. Don't laugh at me. The song is called "Don't Laugh at Me." Is that a Peter Yarrow original? No, it's not. No, written by Steve Seskin and Alan Shamblin, and it's、uh, become an anthem. You know, it's very powerful. I I just sang it for a group of young people. Who are considered the most、uh, psychiatrically 
uh, damaged kids in Portland, part of a group called Trillium. Two of them are on uh, high alert suicide watch. Kids between the ages of like eight, nine, and 16. And there were just eight of them. And when they heard this song, one of them who was on the high alert suicide just opened up and talked and talked and talked. And then we had a great, beautifully moving conversation. And she said, oh, I'm so grateful you came. This has been so important to me. This song and music, anyhow, when you sing it together, opens people's hearts. That's been really missing from the, the the American landscape for some time. What inspired you, Peter, to take up this cause, this anti-bullying effort? Well, uh, it's it's the same as the civil rights movement. Uh, you know, all the movements I've been a part of are essentially about the existence of disrespect or its absence and, and having respect. The civil rights movement was about racism, which is a very virulent form of disrespect. The uh, women's movement, uh, you know, what are you marching for? You're marching. What about the environment, which is disrespect for the environment and for the next generation? It's, you know, but in its cruelest forms, uh, it's a pandemic in the in children today. And but I mean, it's all over television with adults. I mean, you see it in these uh, campaign um, primaries, you know. The way adults are behaving, it's its a national sport. It's, a, it's a, a debauched kind of environment. And in order to contradict it, it's very hard to get adults to change. But if you can reach children in their education before they buy into that cycle. Now, the play, the musical, rock musical, that has been created... The rock musical has been created for Operation Respect. Right. Let's talk about this. Broadway is going to be doing its part to draw attention to Operation Respect. It's a musical that will be taking place on March 19th at the Stephen Sondheim Theater. Tell us about that. Well, there's a group called What's the Benefit? And it's three young theater people, very gifted, very talented, very determined, that have... um, said, instead of our just saying, okay, let's produce a play about something we care about, they say, let's define, let's find a a non-profit, um, an organization that works towards a particular goal that we really care about. Let's create a, a, a theatrical experience around them, in this case, a rock musical, fantasy rock musical, and then we can engage with them and accelerate their work, raise money for them, bring attention to them. It's Music has done this for many years, but now theater doing it, but not just like the crucible where it existed. But what if somebody had said to the Emergency Civil Liberties Union or the ACLU, we want to support you and we are going to write this play. You know, it's just, it's, it's turning the situation on its head. And this, I, I've had a benefit at my home, and they've sung a couple of songs, and they are unbelievably gifted. And we're going to be talking with the creators of that play in just a few minutes. Right. And then they are, they, the play is called Weaker People, A Dangerous Notion. You see, if you don't 
What is respect about? Respect is about saying we are equally worthy. We are equally sacred. We belong to each other. And, and feeling that way and acting that way fosters a sense of community. It creates the feeling that we are together and that the us or the we is really satisfying and meaningful and refocuses the value system that is so much about me and money and and power and things. What do you say, though, Peter, to people who say, you know, this is just a rite of passage. Bullying is a part of growing up. We've all experienced it. Nothing is different today than it was when you were a kid. Well, it's not the case. We have... we. Uh, the forms of bullying and the extent of it. And, you know, we didn't have Columbine then and the killings of Columbine, and it happens virtually every day. We do not, did not have kids committing suicide every day. We did not have an epidemic of depression with kids on antidepressants from the cruelty that they experience. It is a hundred times more uh, serious today and as I said, it's not just a kid's problem. If we're looking at it and we want to change it, we have to understand that adults are role modeling this behavior. How does a school connect with Operation Respect if you want uh, to incorporate the curricula? It's free. Uh, it doesn't cost anything. You go to operationrespect.org. That is www.operationrespect.org. Operationrespect.org. OperationRespect.org, OperationRespect.org. You'll forget it if I don't sing it. OperationRespect.org, 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 OperationRespect, OperationRespect.org. So if you go there, you can download the program. It's not talking about something. It's experiential learning. It's doing it. And it establishes traditions in the classrooms, like a peace place or creating a ridicule-free zone as your classroom and saying that... And the kids determine. They say that's our our constitution of caring. And then there's a, there are the rudiments of nonviolent conflict resolution. If the kids accept each other, if they sing, if they sit around... I don't care if they're singing, if they're singing, Mary had a little lamb, little lamb, little lamb. Mary had a little lamb whose fleece was white as snow. And there's a great truth in this. Why does the lamb love Mary so, Mary so? Mary so, why does the lamb love Mary so? The eager children cried, cause Mary loves the lamb, you know. You see, why, if you want to be loved, then love somebody. That's what it tells you in a nursery song. And if kids are just singing this and they're in preschool or a kindergarten, or they're singing songs that are, there are over 50 songs that can be downloaded for free by all educators. I was going to ask you, educators. Peter, yeah, do you use songs from your earlier days, songs like Blowing in the Wind, to teach kids the principles of respect and compassion? 
Yes, they the songs. Bobby Dylan is given "Don't uh, Blowing in the Wind" for free to be used for this. Uh, we're using "Where Have All the Flowers Gone" by Pete Seeger. The pleasures in life are those of nurturance, caring, and respect is the key. On that note, can I have you take us out with "We Shall Overcome"? Huh? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Pleasure to have you here. Thank you, my brother. The curtain rises on the Broadway musical to benefit Yarrow's organization, Operation Respect, at 8 p.m. on Monday, March 19th at the Stephen Sondheim Theater. With us now are the executive directors of What's the Benefit, the nonprofit group behind that performance. They are Paul Daniel Clater. Paul, good morning. Good morning. Molly Blau. Molly, good morning. Good morning. And Nico Franklin. Nico, good morning good to you. Good morning. First of all, what's what's the benefit? Well, What's the Benefit is a nonprofit organization that we started uh, almost three years ago now. And we it kind of came out of an idea that when we saw all of our friends who are artists, we all have theater backgrounds, um, we saw them all kind of slipping through the cracks in, in a market of Broadway theater where people are really name recognition oriented. And we saw that it was very difficult for people of high talent to get the breaks they deserved even though they're you know extremely talented just because of the need to cast celebrities in this kind of paradigm of Broadway theater so we all are also very socially um, conscious and we decided to find a way we could blend those two aspects so we created an organization that raises awareness for charitable causes through artistic benefits which are put on by artists who have exceptional talent but maybe not the name recognition that is often required in this kind of a atmosphere of Broadway theater. 
Now, a couple of years ago, you did a show on Broadway called The Keepers to support child adoption programs, right, Molly? Yes, that's right. We um, That was our very first benefit or very first project that we worked on after we came up with our whole scheme and mission. And uh, we kind of ran through a lot of causes that were important to all of us. And adoption just rang as a really clear a really clear theme we could all really get behind. We had personal connections with the importance of adoption, and, and we really wanted to look deeper into the process and all of the different players in the story. But now you're setting your sights on the anti-bullying effort, correct, Nico? That is correct. I mean, I think uh, the way that our organization has been going, um, we're really focusing on the next generation of our community and our society. And um, I think that... Uh, after we got through with Keepers, it was uh, clear that we were very inspired to move on to a bigger, m- more um, outreaching project. And it was right around the time that all of the uh, teen suicides were coming into the media. And that really greatly affected, I know, all of us personally. And that was a great um, conversation point between all of our friends. I mean, I know growing up for myself, I was bullied really ruthlessly as a child. So it, it all rang pretty uh, pretty strongly with me. So we all... We all jumped on board with an anti-bullying campaign straight away. Um, and that's uh, when we really started to, you know, think about, well, what, what, what is it that we can offer our community to end bullying? What is the final solution? And I think we came up with something really uh, powerful and inspiring, that there is no perpetrator and there should be no labels attached to anything. Everyone's on an equal individual basis, you know, and everyone has the responsibility and the power to end it right there. The show is called Weaker People, A Dangerous Notion. What's it all about? The title of it or the entire show? The show. And the title. Let's start <laughs> there. Sure. Well, they're both actually conversations to be had. Um, <clears throat> the title was a really interesting, I don't want to say debate, but back and forth between all of us. We sat a lo- around um, for quite a long time deciding what we would call this show. And it isn't something that immediately rings as obvious, I think. Weaker people, a dangerous notion. You know, what does that mean? It makes you think a little bit about it. And ultimately, it was kind of what Nico was just saying. What we came to was the idea that a lot of these bullying issues and um, intimidation, all the things that all of us can pretty much relate to at some point in our childhood, all stem from this idea that someone is less than than another person, or weaker than, or... um, subservient or somehow inferior and we really found that to be a dangerous notion and so the whole theme of the story as Nick was saying is kind of you know why is it that we see somebody else who's different as automatically inferior I mean it's such a prevalent idea in this in our society it's you know we have come to view bullying as a rite of passage we all kind of shrug at it and be like oh isn't childhood crazy you know but really everybody has strong feelings about it and so we've decided you know why is it that we don't do something about it why doesn't everybody just collectively say you know what this notion this idea is not one that's workable. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. It's not good for our society. It's not good for our souls and our spirits. And so that's kind of how the title came about. Molly, you co-wrote the book yes. for this show, right? Yes. I, myself and Ben Bartolone wrote the book. We kept in mind very, very strongly the title and the theme that Paul was just talking about. Um, we really, really wanted to insist upon giving every character in this story 
a real, true human spirit that is not wrong, is not right. It's just another person to really, really emphasize the point Paul was making. You know, we, we also like to point fingers at the bullies and say, you know what, they're actually the weaker person because, you know, they, they don't have enough self-confidence. And, and that doesn't really help either, putting them down. It really perpetuates the whole situation. So we, um, myself and Ben, really tried to create, you know, it kind of start, starts with your classic... Um, takes place in a high school so your classic kind of stereotypes of characters and we have a guidance counselor in there and we really knew that whatever we were starting with we had to break down and make real relatable empathetic people out of and so it's been a long process we started writing and scheming um like a year ago like a year year ago ago. (laughs) and it's really from where it was then it's really been developed and developed and and looked deeply into to the point that it's it's very unrecognizable from the start and I'm I'm really in love with the characters every single one of them now this is a fantasy rock musical right why that genre from our discussions about it uh, everyone has their inner dreams and their inner fantasies of if you could be the way that you really want to be amongst everyone else if you could say the things and be fully self-expressed and and live in a way that was a hundred percent generative to your well-being what do you think that world would be like if you could love everyone around you it's kind of a fantasy and it's kind of exploring what people's wishes are what people want for their lives what people really see themselves as in in the community so it's really a juxtaposition between um what what your ideal is and what you're actually dealing with in life, your circumstances that you're dealt. Paul, you wrote the music for this show. Where did you draw the inspiration for that from? You know, it was really interesting going into this because it was certainly not really a genre that I had written in very much outside of my own little messing arounds on the piano. (laughs) Um, But I took from a wide variety of musical inspirations for it. Um, The score has a lot of very interesting, unexpected chord progressions. The melodic lines can really throw you off because, similarly, they're very unexpected. It's um, unconventional, and sometimes the dissonances are so hard that it's almost too much to take, I think. I'm very pleased with it, and what... um, well, just to give some examples of artists and groups that I pulled from, I mean, um, Incubus is certainly a big inspiration for me. Um, I, ugh, Leonard Bernstein's um, Chichester Psalms, I mean, it, it's a wide spectrum. Enya, you know, and then there's a harder rock element to it, like I said, Incubus. Um, they all really contributed these groups and, and styles of music. Like I said, I mean, Bernstein to Incubus, they're, you know, not necessarily what people wouldn't automatically put into the same musical fusion but for me I think it it really worked for this show how did you connect with Peter Yarrow and his organization Operation Respect for this musical uh we you know once we landed on the idea of like yes we're definitely doing this this anti-bullying show uh we we started doing our research we wanted to find an organization that really connected with us in spirit and in motivation and was really just a positive, very productive outlook on the whole situation. And, you know, we all came in one day with a bunch of groups that we we liked and and we talked about each of them. And Operation Respect just kind of popped out as this is us. It was all about love. It was all about creating the emotional climate for every child, every teacher, every parent that really supports the development of children and their education. Are they incorporated into the storyline? 
Um, Operation Respect itself is not incorporated into the storyline, um, but definitely the kind of the theme of love is really the answer. So proceeds from the show benefit Operation Respect. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who are you hoping comes out to see this show, Nico? Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a target audience? Um, I mean... Th- we ideally we would love for this show to actually reach everyone our target audience in new york for our broadway benefit would be um leaders in communities people that can take what we've uh the messages that we're taking and and then spread them be a facilitator to get the show out there take it to schools we'd love to go through schools in new york we'd love to go through community centers in new york so we'd love leaders of of any kind of community we'd love teachers we would love students to come obviously like the student body is who we're really reaching out to. We want to make them understand that, you know, the problem that you are experiencing and the adult community is experiencing it as, as well. But the student body really needs to benefit from this. This is a one-night-only performance on Broadway, but as you're saying, Nico, you're hoping this goes beyond just one night. Yeah, out of this Broadway benefit, we're hoping to launch an off-Broadway run, we're hoping to launch a national tour, we're hoping to go through schools, we're really hoping to get it out there. The show is March 19th, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. What time s- does the curtain go up? Curtain goes up at 8 p.m. Doors open at 7 p.m. We'll be treating people to a lovely cocktail reception with complimentary food from Pret-a-Manger and cocktails and wine. The Sondheim Theater, right? The Sondheim yes. Theater. And where do you get tickets? www.whatsthebenefit.org. Paul, thank you so much. Thank you. Molly, thank you. Thank you very much. And Nico, thank you. Thank you so much. Paul Daniel Clater, Molly Blau, and Nico Franklin are the executive directors of the nonprofit organization What's the Benefit? You can learn more about the group and their upcoming Broadway show to help stop bullying at whatsthebenefit.org. And that's it for this week's Cityscape. I'm George Bodarki. My thanks to producers Jeremy Rayner and Julie Clark. Have a great weekend.